We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Still look the same. Wichita. The Meta World Peace Episode. Panda's friend. Panda Express. Number 96. The best draft class in life. Wichita, Steven Nash, <laughs> Wichita, 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 what? hey. I'm trying to remember who's on. Sharif Abdurrahim. Sharif, hey. Shalom. 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 Who else was there? So Sharif, uh, Stefan Marbury. Uh, Odom was on there, wasn't he? Lamar Odom, the Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, uh, Eddie Jones, um, Eddie Jones, and he played that long. Was Nowinski on that one? Yeah, Nowitzki was on there. Nowinski, Vince Carter, was he on that one? No, no, Vince Carter was yeah. The next year, the next year. Uh, That was like the best draft class ever, though. I wanted to say like like, Grand Hill. Uh, no, Grand no, Hill. Grand Hill was ninety four with Jason Kidd, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's um, let me see. Was Artest on that one? Hill. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, Binsky. You call him Dirt, Doctor Jones. <laughs> ninety six draft class NBA. Boy, you really looking? It's not time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> Allen Iverson. It's uh, not time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> Allen Iverson. Oh, AI. Marcus Camby. Ah. Sharif Abdur Rahim. Mm. Stefan Marbury. Marbury. Mr. Ray Allen. Okay. Antoine Walker. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Lorenzen White. Carrie <laughs> Kittles. Oh, Kittles. Samaki Walker. Samaki. Eric Dampier. Todd Me Fuller. Dizzy. Okay, all right, we're getting into that. Vitaly Potapenko. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Peja Stoyakovich. Oh, uh, yeah, Peja, that's my boy. Steven Nash for three. Uh-huh. Tony Delk. <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal at the free throw line. What? John Wallace. John Wallace. Walter McCarty. Uh-huh. Zit Zunas Ilgaskas. Recognize. Recognize. Dante Jones. Roy Rogers. I don't know the rest, guys. I didn't know half of them. I 
I knew most of those guys. I mean, I, I knew. 15 takes. I didn't hear a difference in one of them, man. 60. <laughs> record? He's got a great record. 18 and 0. Al Cayo Negro. We probably just show everybody how El pollo, wacko we are. El Pollo Loco. <laughs> I, I like that place, man. El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco, the crazy chicken. The crazy yes, chicken. Sir. Where's that at? It's a chicken. It's a chicken place. Yeah, it's uh, here in town in Phoenix. Oh, no, Phoenix. In Phoenix area is uh, it's kind of popping out there. The chicken scene. I do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where else do you, have you ever had a <laughs> chicken scenes? Really, it's <laughs> where else have you had a El Pollo Loco? California. I'm trying to remember where I saw. Mm, yeah, they're they're down there, like in that area. I, I think, think that's the only place I ever really saw them. Like Southwest, West Coast, huh? Yeah. Huh. What kind of food do they serve? <laughs> chicken. A whole lot of chicken. <laughs> a lot of chicken hips. <laughs> oh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> that's my favorite. That chicken hips. <laughs> Some greasy chicken hips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we'll change the subject. Chicken hips. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, chicken hips, baby. You guys watch, uh, I think it's on Showtime. You got Showtime? Uh, no. Wait. No, I was going to sign up because there's something on there, but I New York didn't. City Point Gods. Oh, oh the man, Point uh, Gods. Yeah, yeah, bro. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, there's like a free seven-day trial period, so I was going to sign up for that and watch those Point Gods. Did you watch that? Did you watch it? It's really good. Nice. Hey, God, um... See Steve Smith, uh huh. Rafer, Rafer, Rafer. Skip, Skip to my Lou. Skip yeah. to my Lou. Stefan. Stefan Marbury. There's Sham God uh, on there. Sham God. Kenny the Jet Smith. Kenny the, Kenny Jet. the Jet. Yeah, they got Sham God on there. Like, remember uh, the Kenny the Jet when he was trying to come out with his own clothing line, the fadeaway. You guys remember that? I don't remember that. He used to be on those Slam magazines. He's like trying to promote. Oh, it. is he the one that did fade away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He was like the spokesperson. He like in in the Slam magazines. He like the was it like the blue background and then the white logo like yeah like the like white the guy just shooting a hoop yeah and it the white had like, like the N one kind of scoop oh, yeah. kind of like this like, yeah 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 I remember that yeah it was fade away hmm. it didn't really take off uh, I wonder why it <laughs> faded away <laughs> no pun intended I, 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 <laughs> I wanted to do it I it wanted to <laughs> <laughs> thank you ladies and gentlemen I'll be back at seven oh seven. Mountain Standard Time. He'll be here all week. All week, ladies and gentlemen. If ladies you'd and like gentlemen. To book a special event for your birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, and what and else? And quesadillas. And quesadillas. Randy's available. Randy's available. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was behind this truck, man. I got. I sent you guys that picture. Dog, that was ugly, man. Oh, uh, hey. Like, while you're looking that up, man, you know what I saw the other day? Yeah. What, what did you see? I saw a... Wait, don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> Wait, just let me guess once. Was Yo. it a dog with a wig? <laughs> a dog with a wig? <laughs> I've been seeing think... those lately. <laughs> what did you see, bro? <laughs> 
<laughs> he threw me off. No, uh, I seen a bug with another bug on top of it, but it was upside down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were they doing? Like they're back to back or they're stuck like res no, dogs? Ba- no, 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 no. Not a VW, <laughs> yeah. a Volkswagen, a slug bug. Oh, oh, boy. And it was, remember those newer, newer ones? Yeah. yeah. And there was driving down the interstate and there was one right on top of it. Like it was upside down. Like if it, like if you put a mirror on. Yeah, like it smashed against each other. No, huh? It was just like. Oh, like, like they like, fit together, like a glove, kind of. Like if somebody just set it on top. What? Yeah. Like no. they were hauling it? No, I don't. I don't know what it was. It had like words on there. Like I think it said "believe." believe were they fighting something. words? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the one I think the one on the bottom tried to leave, and the other one said, "No, don't go." <clears throat> huh. Were they, were they no, making no, for- Were they making love or were they making war? I think it was post love. They were stuck, stuck <laughs> together. <laughs> I swear to God, though, it was it was just, and it, this is on the interstate, dude. Like, was the one driving? The one was driving, and then there was one that was basically, they, they weren't, like, smooshed. <laughs> I wonder if they uh, welded they them together. together. They welded them together? They, had, it's, they were stuck together somehow. It wasn't the Oscar Mayer hot dog vehicle? No, I haven't seen that for a couple of years. Uh, it's parked over at Hertz right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Awesome. I should go yeah, we'll it. drive by there after it's this. Good. I got some. We'll have to I, record I an episode you, in there. <laughs> I showed you those pictures, huh? Which one? You can go over there, and when the, you can go over there, go check them out, and then they'll give you like these cardboard hot dog. Cut- hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You showed us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I when uh, my my son was younger, because he went to Boys and Girls Club after school when he was younger, and that Oscar Mayer the hot dog mobile stopped by there, and he I took all those pictures with him. Yeah, and I got that, to go in there and sit down. Oh, I didn't get to go nice. in there. Like, it's luxurious. Cheap. On the top? Yeah, no, inside the hot dog. I like got a, go it's like a great big wiener mobile. I mean, uh, 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 a limo. Were you in a tip? Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it had a TV and like a oh, little no kind of. I mean, Were you in a tip? No. Right, right <laughs> in the center. <laughs> did, you go, did you go all right. the way down to the end? <laughs> they didn't let us go to the tip, the driver part. <laughs> <laughs> We're just in the middle. <laughs> oh my god! I had to stop myself, man. I was to say something, bro. <laughs> in between the buns, that's where I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's a good. Place to be. It's a good place to be. <laughs> in between the buns, yuck. So anyway, oh, I was they, bu- they give you a weenie whistle too. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, I didn't get a whistle that time. I had to take some selfies with it though. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <clears throat> rolling with the homies. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Clueless. Yeah. Give me another one. Uh, let me see. Okay, so I was behind this guy. I was going to a meeting. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, this big old Dodge Ram truck. And this dude had this sticker on there, man. I was just like, I was seriously flabbergasted. I saw the, or I saw the, or the stickers. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't get a chance to really look at them though. Okay, yeah. So like, he had one huge sticker. It was probably like five inches by like seven inches. It was. It says "Black Rifles Matter." Jeez, man! Yeah. I saw that, bro. I was like, I was what like, what? that that. I was just like, too far. What? Yeah, I was like, come on, man. And it said like. Disabled veteran, and then like all this other stuff, and then this other sticker had a big old rifle, like a, a assault rifle, and then around it it said "Defend Montana." 
And I was like, from who? From all those Californias. I was like, who the hell? I said, who are you defending Montana from? At five foot three, what are you defending? Those Canadians are always <laughs> those, those Canadians are always crossing the border illegally. Like, from who? <laughs> no, oh, bro. What? Like I think, like people like that that speak through their freaking stickers on their vehicles, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small-minded people, man. Oh, for sure, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think they are. Like if they use like all that negativity. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you see some clever ones on there. I mean, some good ones. Some good no, ones. but I'm uh, talking like, yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah, what, what he was talking about, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, so like they say what they want to say, but then I don't know. I get uh, it. I understand. Yeah. yeah, and I think that remember you talked about this before how they their love of country is their way of showing their de- devotion or commitment to. Yeah, like they Christ. like a lot of them feel like their love of their country equates to loving God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they'll have all that hateful language, and then on the side it'll be like a believer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then on the other side, there's a cross that's has like camouflage and American flag on it and stuff. Yeah. Nationalism, yeah, bro. Yeah, didn't, yeah, for sure. didn't you tell us that God has to come first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So like. Yeah, I think that's that's the whole. I think the worst thing to ever happen to the gospel was. I think the worst thing that can ever happen to the gospel is politicizing the gospel. Oh, so because you look at like even like when Jesus was on Earth, right? Like he was crying because his people missed their time of visitation. Because they were looking for the wrong thing. This man that they read about, they studied about, man, they read the Bible, bro. Like, they went to church, they tied, they did everything that a, a Christian would do, right? Yeah. But when their Savior came in the midst, they didn't know because what they were looking for was a political king. Yeah. They were looking for somebody to come and be the king. Yeah. Not realizing, like, their Savior was in the midst of them and Jesus was weeping over the city of Jerusalem. Yeah. Like, he cried, like... Literally, because they missed the time in their visitation, not, they didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, not not realizing that he wasn't that their kind of king. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of like a lot of those nationalists, they justify, um, oh, well, it was biblical. It's biblical. Political is uh, political. You look, or political is is biblical. Look at King David. Yeah. But they don't realize, like, bro, like David was a man of war. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had a heart for God, mm-hmm. but that wasn't like, that wasn't like his, like, he wasn't just a, like a political person, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I feel that. I feel yeah, that. I feel like, that. So they justify their, that. Yeah. Don't get me started, man. I don't yeah. like that. Like, I think that's a big mis- misrepresentation of the gospel of Christ, bro. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean. After this, I was just kind of like, kind of stewing on it, and like it was just, in, it was just in my head. I was thinking about it, and so I, I anyway, then I just happened to come across this meme that said, "said these guys that can't even run a mile talking about they're ready for a revolution and stuff." Yeah. You know, I said, and it said, "Chill out, gravy seals." <laughs> <laughs> gravy seals. Gravy seals. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So anyway, one of the stickers cracked me up though. It's it says PETA, you uh-huh. know, like they're the people that protect the animals, or whatever. Uh, 
But underneath that, it, it says P-E-T-A, and then underneath it, it says people who eat tasty animals. <laughs> that would crack me up. I mean, this whole thing cracked me up. But, I mean, it didn't really offend me or anything, but it was just, like, ridiculous to the yeah. max. Like, he's on here. He got on his plates, like, disabled veteran, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, thank you for your service. But like you said, man, like you said, just small-minded person. Dog, I think that's the that's the thing. Like, people don't realize, like, the Black Lives Matter wasn't saying that nobody else's life mattered. Yeah. But it was like, hey, our black brothers and sisters are going through a crisis right now, and I want to stand with them. Yeah, for sure. There's like, they, you know what I mean? They didn't want to acknowledge that the people of color and black people are marginalized and, like, overlooked and yes. treated way differently. So then they start coming out with police lives matter and yeah. blah, blah, all, blah, lives blah, matter. all lives matter. And it's, and it's like, like they can't face yeah, the truth. True. And this is the same crew that doesn't want to listen to, like, critical race theory. Yeah, for sure. Like, the real history, like, the real true history of America. America is, a, is the best country on paper. Like, and there's no place else I would rather live. Yeah. But it's only perfect in theory. Like, it's good on paper. On paper. Want me to turn this off? Yes, please. But, like, I think that was the biggest mistake of, of, of I don't know. It's just, I got a lot to say there, and it's like, man, my whole thing is like, okay, if you're for, if you care about the baby in the womb, yeah, you also got to care about the person whose life is snuffed at the hands of police. Yes, sir. No matter what they did. Like, you got to be for that life and this life. Word. Um, Word to hence, mother. You know first. what I mean? Like, hence the term pro-life. Yeah, uh, so if you're, if you're pro-life, then on the other flip side, like, man, you got to, the Bible also says to care, to, to uh, take care of the foreigner. Yeah. You know, like the whole immigration thing, like, take care of them. And yeah. and it also like the the pro life thing like on the other side it also says like to feed the poor and and you know clothe clothe feed and and clothe the poor yeah 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 like it goes both ways like you have like the gospel is a full gospel yeah it can't you can't just cherry pick certain verses and say oh I'm pro life so I'm more Christian than you yeah yeah. yeah. Or you can't say, I'm, you know, for immigration and, you know, for the poor and then forget about the other stuff, too. Like, you have to be like this. You have to go by the Bible. You have to, you have to be a well-rounded individual. Yeah, and people right, don't sure. want to hear that, bro. Like, yeah, no, no, you no. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that's not the gospel that they preach. No, sir. These same people will go on missionary trips to freaking a black or brown country. Yeah. Across seas, mm-hmm. but they'll neglect the black and the brown people in their own city. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I see it. Yep. Um, and then they'll say, why does everything have to be about race? Well, if it wasn't about race, you take that uh, check race off of job applications, loan applications, housing yeah. applications. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, bro, like, even if your children go to school and you're a Native American, bro, guess what? They say it's optional, but they will want you to fill that paper out because they get more federal money for the Native Americans that are in the public school system. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like 7K or something like that. At least. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like their per cap. Yeah, bro. Like, that's how much that school gets uh, for having a certain, like, natives in their school. Like, per cap. But per yet, cap. But yet, not everything's about race. Not everything. But you're a victim if you state that. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. You become the angry native. Yep. Oh, you got a chip on his shoulder. Oh, he's dangerous. I know. You're dangerous. I've heard that one a lot. You got a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Crazy, huh? I know. No, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just okay. like, <clears throat> okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say you should. Oh, move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move yeah, yeah. on. Okay. Let's move on. Then. Let's move on. All right. I got a couple questions here. I think we're kind of warmed up, but I want to like just change the atmosphere God, here. I got Randy all lathered up. I know. Oh, right? God, that's ready like go, my, man. Ready he's to ready battle. to go. That's my thing, bro. Like, ready for battle. Okay. Questions. Okay. Here we go. Uh, you are the best criminal mastermind in the world. What crime would you commit if you knew you could get away with it? Hmm. <laughs> Rewrite the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're a time traveler, too. Well, I mean, I, oh, I have no. to be, I guess. If yeah. you got away with a crime? Yeah, you're like the best criminal mind. What crime would you do? What crime would you commit if you knew you would get away with it? Like, 100%. Like, you weren't going to... Nah, you probably the, kill somebody. The voting scandal of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make myself president. <laughs> is that a crime? <laughs> Might as well be. Nowadays it is, huh? Um, you know what? Like, okay, I I have to say, and it's not because I'm materialistic, but because of what I can do with it, I would have a way to get un, you know, tap, you know, because everything's on computer, so I would just tap into that and get uh, unlimited funds. Oh yeah, yeah, and then you know you can, you can imagine what you can do with that. Transfer it to your personal bank account. <laughs> well, no, I mean just like I mean if I could I access, I could access like a million dollars and say, boom, I gave it to First Church. Then you'll have um, people in black suits show up. Hello, well, Mister no. JC. This is the IRS. Please call us back. But at he this said number. I don't get to get. Yeah, you oh, get away with oh, it, you don't get. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's a sure. good idea, JC. Yeah, that's okay. a great idea. You know what, man? You make the best idea. And. And yeah. unlimited hot dogs at the end of the day. Yes, oh. sir. <laughs> hey. The real question is, with or without the bun? Glizzy. Oh, you got to get the bun. Eh? Glizzy yeah. only. He's like, you ain't gonna, oh, he's like, I got the buns. You ain't going <laughs> <laughs> to eat no naked wiener, bro. <laughs> JC, I got the buns. <laughs> Glizzy straws for days. That could be a, that could be your uh, No, I'd probably do it. I'd pray, yeah. That's me. My that's my motto, man. Glizzy strong for days. That's cool. oh, I, I was talking about this guy. I got the buns. <laughs> JC buns. I don't know, man. I probably like just like do like a purge. Oh, you would kill? What you say? Yeah, you would kill a killing spree. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I would do. Like, it would have to be... Man, mine would probably be financial, too. Drive-by for days, son. Unlimited access to funds. Like Loke Dog with a nuke <laughs> cruising down the street. <laughs> I'd be like the uh, 21st century Robin Hood. There you go. Okay, yeah, like steal from the poor and give to the rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> steal from the needy and give to the 10%. No, I'm just kidding. 1%. 1%. 1%. 1%. 
Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it'd probably have to be something like that, like where uh, I'd steal a country. Because that way, bro, <laughs> like you could persuade a lot of minds with your finances. Oh, yeah. No, I'd become like. I'd steal Kazakhstan. You know I, what I mean? I, I'd go steal that Rothschild. Uh, Roth IRA? Yeah, like the, that kind of money. Like that money never ends. Yeah. That Illuminati money. And see, that's, but like my idea was that you can just have access to unlimited funds. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. where you get it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess so I'm the same, the same as you. Is this a one time thing or do we, is it like continuous? It's like you say, commit a crime, but you only get to do it once? Yeah, that's why I would go after that, that Rothschild okay. money. All right, that makes sense. That makes more sense. I think we're overthinking it, but that yeah. Blue blood. And then I would fund a purge. <laughs> <laughs> To be like Joker and, and won't come back to me. Start throwing out money downtown. Yeah. Here we go. Now I'd give them gift cards <laughs> to Burger King. <laughs> Can't give you cash, bro. <laughs> I know, bro. Hot and ready's for everybody. Yes, for days. You could just buy a little Caesars. Hola. 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 Right, anytime you're hungry, come get a pizza. <laughs> come get a glizzy whenever you want. <laughs> if you could be a, any supernatural creature... Which would you pick? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll let you guys go first. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> supernatural? Yeah, supernatural creature. I know all my listeners know. All the listeners know what I'm going to say, yeah, too. Yeah, you've been listening what to What are you going to say? One? Nephilim? Huh? Huh? What oh, yeah. No, Nephilim were real. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Oh, but, yeah, they were supernatural. I'd be the Loch Ness Monster, probably. Yeah. Is Old Nessie. Any particular reason why? Just, just to cruise through the lakes. Yeah. Trying to think of, uh, I'd be, I don't I'd, know be what I would be. Yeah. I'd be the, yeah, the leprechaun at the bastard. end of the rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, salty one little pot of gold. One pot of gold and be stingy and just be a. <coughs> would you like that murder leprechaun, like that scary movie one? Oh, I don't know about be like a joyous nah. one. No, I mean, yeah, every leprechaun. Well, the only one that I've ever seen that was really joyous. Is the one on the Lucky Charms box. <laughs> but for the most part, like all the leprechauns I've ever seen, they're always just really salty, you know? Uh, I mean, they're not like the one that goes around killing people, but they just seem like mm. they're real jerks. Like that yeah. guy, that leprechaun, he's a jerk. Yeah, I I was going to say Bigfoot, but then I started thinking about it. I'd be like a Pegasus, man. Those things are, look so majestic. What is a Pegasus? Like a horse? Horse with a wings. Horse with wings. Oh. Yeah. Like a unicorn? No, that... No, no, they're two that's, separate. Hey, was there really like uh, horses with wings? Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Really? Back yeah. in the dinosaur day. That's what the <laughs> giants do. Did you see that new reservation dog? <laughs> I didn't Not see the, the new one. Like, uh, the last one I seen was when they went to the IHS conference. And the, 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 I just watched the new one last night. It's it's pretty good. They got these two people that come in, and there's a woman on there. She's too sacred, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I heard. Talking to those kids and. She, she was saying, yeah, she goes, we have to honor the ancestors. And before that, we have to honor our Neanderthal people. <laughs> and before that, we have to honor our dinosaur people. <laughs> those kids are just sitting there checking her out. <laughs> and all the reptiles, both above and below ground. It's <laughs> oh, crazy, bro. So I say Pegasus. And that is funny. I had a chance <clears throat> to watch that this weekend. and Bro. Well, the new one, I think, just... Season two is hilarious. You can uh, watch yeah. it. I think it was released yesterday. Yeah, I think they come out every Wednesday, right? Yeah. New episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it going to be only eight episodes again? 
I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. No, I just like remember when she drops that line when she's like um, eyeliner, just missing her. Like, oh yeah, like <laughs> it was funny. It was cool, but it's like like the way we say it around here is different. Yeah, you know, it's a, a different accent. And, yeah, yeah. And like it's more drowned out. Like she kind of said it quick. Like around here, like. Oh, this guy just missing her. Oh, yeah. Like we draw it out. He had that eyeliner in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll do a couple more of these questions. Cool, cool, cool. What reality show would you want to be on? Reality show. Reality show. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Really? That's Those are reality right. shows, right? Yeah, it's a game I mean, show. Game show. Okay. Game show, game show. Oh, let's see. Reality show. Um, Reality show. Pimp My Ride. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I heard, I was reading something where they said, like, a lot of those vehicles, like, they yeah. look good, but they, like, a lot of them weren't drivable when they were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, especially those ones they put fountains and crap in there. Yeah, you know, like they weren't street legal, or they just weren't practical. No, to drive. they yeah, yeah like, no like, practical. Yeah, so like they pimp them out, whatever, and then they'd be useless when they were done. Well, I guess you could <laughs> sell it. All right, true. Because yeah. I mean, if you're driving a, a, a rusted out old shit box in the first place, you probably need the money anyways. Yeah, uh, but I would have to be on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Why? Oh, you can be all cracked out like them. When, well, I'd be one of the husbands. <laughs> oh, I you meant like a wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody said anything about changing gender here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay can I get, can I get another pick? Can I do it again? No. No, I, mean, I was just like stuck on that housewives thing. <laughs> Real housewives of Atlanta. You're just walking around the house with a apron, dusting stuff. <laughs> Make it look like you do housework. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead, change it. If you want to change oh, it. Oh, no, I, I... I can't even think of anything right now. No, I, know, I can't you know think of anything uh, anyway. I quit Actually, watching reality what shows. What would be cool is, um, is uh, Fear Factor. That, I know, I was thinking that. Because I was like... That would be a game show, too, wouldn't it? It's like, man, I eat, I eat Ishbua, man. Tripe. Most of that stuff ain't even like... Yeah, but one time I saw them and they were eating elk penis. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh man, I just GMI, GMI, GMI. That's what it was. I mean, no, but then like, how about like if they lay you in those plexiglass box and pour like a bunch of snakes over you? Oh, um, yuck! I mean, just being in the box alone, I'd freak the f trouser out. snakes. Just the box. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, TMI. I rebuke you. <laughs> I rebuke you. Um, no, I would have been. I like to be on like one of those ones. Uh, like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, remember, uh, Puff Daddy did uh, making a band too. Oh yeah, Dylon, I spit hot fire. <laughs> oh, okay, what about America's Got Talent? Oh, that'd be fun. Right, that'd be cool. Like I'd, as a judge? No. Oh yeah, I'd be a judge. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, America's got talent. Yeah, just be sitting up there with your accent all crazy, and like someone's oh, like, "Oh, that was real good, bro, man." Or then, like, or someone's job. like kind of cheap, and like, 
This guy. This guy. Yeah, this guy. And then you're hitting your ex. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my sister, she always used to make this now. Like, eh. 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 And then just hit their button. Or hit your ex. We got one guy. Eh. That was all right. It was average. How was, How was that performance? It was all right. It was, it was right. average. I could do better. <laughs> okay. Uh, imagine you can teleport anywhere. Where would you go? Once? Or just... Okay. All right. I don't want to overthink it. Bahamas. Um, Bahama Mamas? I always yeah. wanted to go to Hawaii. But... The thing with that is, is the native Hawaiians don't like mainlanders. What? Yeah. I mean, would, could you imagine if they turned your res into a great big resort and then just thousands, millions of people just came there every year and. Oh. You know? I thought you. Oh, I, I took that wrong. I thought you meant like those those native Hawaiianers don't like us. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. I was going to say, well, they love us. The ones that are here are always. They work in our well, not and they run with not, us. Not not us. I'm pretty sure. I mean, not us. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, tourists in general, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that'd be cool. Either there or like New Zealand, teleport over there and just be immersed in that culture. Yeah, because <clears throat> um, I love those hakas, man. Those morais too. Yeah. Yep. Ah, chichupen. They start slapping themselves. <laughs> That's cool, man. They're real tough in it. Is there, are those the guys that came and did the powwow? Where did they come over? Remember last year, uh, there was a crew that came to the Lodge Scratch powwow. Oh, remember, yeah. and they like danced with fire and all that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's them, man. Yeah, that's them Polynesian. Oh yeah, Samoans. Polynesian. Yeah, they're all like same. I, I mean, would probably similar. go to Poly- Polynesia. Polynesia. <laughs> 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 Polynesia. I wonder if you tell your teleport thing, Polynesia, and where you end up. <laughs> hey, if you want to see some really cool hakas, uh, get on YouTube and uh, search up um, All Blacks. It's the rugby team from New Zealand. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Man, they get crazy. I saw that. And they're like all in sync. Even their Bashtila teammates get into it and, and start showing their tongue and like, right, right before the it. rugby games. Is Jake, isn't Jake Demus from... New Zealand? Mm, pr- probably, yeah. Isn't that where those natives were from? Uh, no, once were warriors? Yeah. Yeah. That's where that's where it was set at. Oh, yeah. That's that, that's that one where they're all singing and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. yeah. And it starts going <laughs> freaking crazy. Yeah. He jacks up that one guy. Remember at the, at the jukebox at the bar? Oh, yeah. Crazy, huh? Uh, there's like just like natives. I mean, they are natives. They, they are, are natives. natives. Oh. But they're just like these natives. Yeah, just like us. They're just like us in many ways and spiritually in a lot of their customs and traditions. They're just like us. So <laughs> don't say anything bad about them. Those are your cousins, Alistair. I know, Big Bird. <laughs> you gotta honor, you gotta honor them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Touche. Touche. No, remember that movie? It was crazy, man. Whole cases of 40s. Yeah, and then they just kind of slam. Not even like a can of beer. It's like a whole bunch of forties, bunch of fautes. All right, cool, man. You guys warmed up. I think you warmed up. I think this guy's about ready to pass out on us. I am. I wonder. I I wonder if they called old fours down there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. They're 
Zoe 04. They call them Ovs. They're the Zoe 04. Oh, wow. We must be hot and tired. I know. All right, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into the main topic. Uh, DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that B? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. Unspoken words, episode nine six. Meta World Peace Panda's friend. We're coming to you live and correct here from the Unspoken Words Studios. I got over here to my right, JCB, your favorite Indian, and over here to my left, we got Randy B, the Pod Gotti. And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs. We went like a whole half hour and I didn't even do it. <laughs> like, oh, I know. I just, no. <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be a long time ago? Like 36 minutes ago. 30. <laughs> I just looked at the oh, board. Yeah. <laughs> this guy could keep time pretty good. <laughs> Throw on the head. Um, oh, yes, he can. <laughs> oh, yes, he can. So it is the first first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. And I would pipe my vibe because it's the first of the month. Uh, so we're on step nine. We're in month nine. Step nine, making amends in the native way. So we are making up to those people whenever we can, except when to do so would hurt them more. Uh, step eight, took the ego's view of the necessity of forgiveness to make up to people we hurt while we drank and or did drugs. Now, step nine, the mouse gets very busy with the details and how we make amends. Uh, many of our own tribal traditions have ways to help restore justice between people who have hurt each other. If this is your particular case, you can talk to elders or others who know how restoration restitution for harm is done in your own reservation or nation. As we walk the path of forgiveness and justice, we stay focused on the things we have done wrong we don't focus on arguments or making our case even if we think other the other person might owe us an amends we must drop the resentment or we cannot do our own amends we are on this path to get right with the creator and with others um so for me initially it was very i guess i was on board man i was just on board with this whole recovery thing, I was on board with walking the red road. And so I made amends with uh, those that are closest to me and nearest, dearest to me. Um, and through the years, you know, I'm approaching seven years of walking the red road here within a week. Uh, but uh, hey, hey, uh, um, I still need to make amends to some people. From my drinking days. Mm-hmm. And the the thought behind that is like, okay, when I see them, um, but I haven't seen them. Or it's like I see them at somewhere, but they're like over there. So I try to make my way over there, and then they're gone. Probably hiding from me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, 
So anyway, so there's still some people I got to make amends with. But like I said, initially, I was on board, man. I was ready to like, you know, with the wife and the kids and uh, parents, siblings and stuff. And I like to say, like, I was a sorry drunk, meaning I apologize immediately for the most part. Like, if I woke up and they're like, man, you did this, this, and this, and I was like, man, I'm so sorry, man. I'm, man, I just got, I just had too much to drink. I apologize and, like, uh, I apologize immediately to a lot of people. You know what I mean? But I was, a lot of that was like in manipulation because I still kept on drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so a lot, um, there's still some amends that I need to make. It's basically what I'm trying to say. And then it's an ongoing process and I'm still, I'm committed to it. Uh, I'm committed to it. I'm still, I still need to make amends. So anyway, that's my initial thoughts. And I'll pass the ball over to one of you guys. Somebody cut. Got it. Outlet, outlet. Oh, oop, oop. Um, yeah, I trying to think of a different way to go here because you said a lot of good stuff. And oh, I'm sorry, and I was talking it. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that guy on reservation dogs too. That that guy that was with that one lady. Before I say some things, I want to say some things. <laughs> <laughs> Before we pray, let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> let's, a, let's pray. We have a good prayer. <laughs> let's pray for our prayers. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I guess I, what I'll talk about is, um, it, there's, you know, everybody's different. Every Each individual that that I've affected throughout my life. And so I think when my method and how and when to make amends is different, you know, changes in, on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mean, I, I wish I could sit here and tell you that, oh, you just do A, B, and C with everybody, and then that's how it's going to work out. Oh, yeah. But I know it isn't like that. Um, so, you know, some things are going to be more difficult than others because, you know, again, there are people that I've hurt that... Um, I don't want to say that they're they they don't have the 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 type of skills necessary to be accepting of that. I don't think that's what I'm going for. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is that you know they have to do it in their like if it, if I'm going to make amends, I think it will, ought to be on their time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're like, not on the same walk as you right now. Well, that could be. That's part of it. Yeah. Some of them are not, but you know, like. As much as I want to go and you know clear the clear it up and make like they they won't be accepting of it yeah just okay. because of where they are yeah okay that that'll that'll work that's okay that's just what I was trying to say and so you know and that then just from my addicted you know mind in the way that I think you know I always say I want things and I want them now and I want things to go my way or the way that I. Um, expected them to, uh-huh. and so, and we all we we all know uh, each three was here that we know that that's not the case. That's never the case for anything, really. Yeah, and so it's like sometimes you have to, like I have to walk this delicate balance, right? Yeah, and and. and 
I have to walk this balance and let them do them. And every chance and every opportunity that I get, I will, I will make that, I will reach out and try to make amends. Unless, you know, you know, if it damages them further, right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's all I can do. And I think that's kind of an important thing to remember that not everybody is ready to forgive. And I understand that. I get it. You know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a victim in anything because I'm not. Yeah. But I still hurt and have the negative effects of that, right? The, the, the relationships that I tore because I was, there's two, there's two sides to every relationship and I was one side. Yeah. And knowing that I was the cause of so much pain and, and, and anguish and hurt is something that I have to live with every day. And so if I am unable to make amends, I think in the meantime, what I can do is, or what I have to do me personally is forgive myself Forgive myself, and sometimes that's an everyday thing. Sometimes I have to do it a couple of times a day because I can't, you know, like uh, the article that Randy was talking about, um, you know, living in guilt and shame because other people think you should. Or that's uh, how you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Randy doesn't see me being looking guilty and acting ashamed, so he doesn't think that I'm remorseful, so I better act that way so he knows, no, no I, I, I can't do that because yeah. it doesn't serve anybody. Especially me, because I know that end, the end result of that is I'm just going to go right back to where I started. And why make amends if I'm just going to start all over and do it again? True. So, I mean, and, and I don't know if I really ended up with a point with all of that. It was just like a lot of these, you know, collective thoughts coming out. But um, it's it, it, it's tough. It's tough because, I mean... We say it over and over and over, you know, it's kind of tough to have to admit that, yeah, I did that. Yeah. I, I did that. And um, and then to, and then to order, and then in order, when, when you're seeking that healing, to have to put yourself out there and, and say, yeah, I did that. And then I guess basically let them say what, let them have their peace too. Like, you know, you, you have a right to say what you, you need to say to me. Yeah. And, and unless, of course, it gets to the point where that starts damaging me, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough thing, but it's absolutely necessary because, you know, Randy, I think, is the one that says, always says, you know, we all deserve peace. Uh, yeah. We all deserve peace in our lives. And, and now more than ever, I, I want that for the people that I hurt, but... I can't make them. True. And that's kind of a, it just sticks in my craw, as they say. Yeah. And I think, like, it's important to note, too, that you've done your work. Mm-hmm. And not just on yourself, but you've sought in every way, shape, and form to really make peace with whatever. But yeah. sometimes I think one of the things that I'm learning is, like, it's hard uh-huh. um, to realize, like, some people just aren't on the path that we're on mm. and not that we're better than anybody, but some people just aren't ready to, to um, reconcile or, or work on that part of um, the walk. Mm. You know, I think one thing that I'm learning is like, yo, like I can, <clears throat> so like forgiveness is a struggle for me, right? Like, 
it's tough, but like when I go to therapy and, and talk about things or even like in disputes that come up now, like I try to be quick to forgive not only them, but myself mm-hmm. because I'm kind of like you, JC, like I think a lot about the past. Yeah. And it hurts me. And sometimes I do feel like that, like where I'm like, okay, like I can't be this happy guy. Because the people that I hurt are going to see me having a good time and they're going to call me out for being a fraud. Uh, Like, you know what I mean? Um, But also, I think one of the things that I'm learning and what I originally wanted to say is like, I'm coming to peace with the fact that some people just won't be ready at all. Mm -hmm. No matter how much I work on myself. Like, I'm not perfect. There's a lot of damage that I'm trying to work through, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like this year more than ever, I've really been intentional in my inner healing because I want to build people up rather than tear them down. Amen. And I want to use my words for good rather than using them for bad. And I think like sometimes it's a struggle, right? Because like you get these thoughts and, and you get these and so, and, and we're human like in, when, the person is not, like, when the forgiveness is not reciprocated, I think the flesh side of me is kind of like, well, you know what, man, if you do. <laughs> you know, like. Nah, I feel that. You yeah. know, like, yeah. because I've kind of worked through that, like, recently. I'm like, man, like, I did everything I could to make amends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, And that was one of the more hurtful things was, like, realizing, like, Although this person near and dear to me said, I, I forgive you, the relationship has not been the same. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I never expected it to, like, happen this way. But I think for me to walk it out right now, it it's hurtful. Because I realize, like, I ha- I take ownership of what I did and what I said. I I have to take ownership of that. Yeah. But what hurts is that it's not reciprocated. Uh-huh. Yep. Even though the person said it, <clears throat> there's no walking out on that part. Yeah. And for me, that hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like a, like, dog, I'm an overthinker to the core. Yeah. Like, I'll, man, I'll go through the process, and I'm like, and then, like, my defense mechanisms are like, I don't answer phone calls, I'll freaking, like, back off like in way really like what i've been doing a lot lately is like blocking people that disturb my peace and bro like i block phone numbers i block text messages like mm-hmm. i'm good at that because i've worked too hard to get to where i'm at man inside my own head you know oh so like i've worked hard to get to this point where it's like man you know what like and it, it's like raising my daughter too like i try to let her know like yo like all we can do is take care of us like as long as like you're good and I'm good. We're all right. True. True. true you know, true. Um, but the forgiveness part is hard because I still struggle with that. Like, how do you make amends with somebody that's not willing to make amends with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you think about it, you're like, man, freak that, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I doing this work? Yeah. And biting off more than I can chew. Yeah. And why is it all my fault? When you said some things, too, when you did things, too, like, and not to cast blame on them, but it's like. Yeah. 
No, I feel you on that because, like, I've tried to make amends with this individual. And what they said to me after I said I apologize for what I did, they said, I'll bullshit. Yeah. That's they straight up, that's what they said to me. Yeah. And I wanted to take offense. I wanted to say some shit, too. But then I was just like, all right, man. Got to bite the bullet. Yeah, I was like, all right, mom. Mom, I'm sorry. Obviously, they were still hurt. They were still pissed about it. And I just, like, backed off. And I walked away. I did my part. I think that's where I'm coming to peace with, bro. Like, what we were talking about. Like, man, like, I make, I made the, like, we, all we can do on our side is, like, make that extra effort. Like, hey, man, like, I want to smooth things over. I'm sorry. I apologize. I take ownership for my actions. I was, you know, when I was under the influence, when I, you know, yeah. um, stuff like that, I, I pray that one day we can restore this relationship, but also knowing like, okay, that may be the best that it can get. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and like learning to be okay with that. Mm. It's hard. And that's the tough part is like learning to be okay with mm-hmm. hurting somebody. Right. Like, yeah. And apologizing because sometimes, man, like if we put the shoe on the other foot, sometimes people's apologies doesn't make things better. And I, I get, I, I absolutely get that last part because, I mean, when I think about it, like, I, you know, I really don't even remember ever saying I'm sorry before, like when I was still active. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, I probably did, you know, just kind of ba- like he said, you know, just because I, I mean, I would never really mean it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I meant it. It's just that it was to placate and smooth things over because I never had any intentions of stopping my behavior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, that's an empty. And so I think if you get mm. so many of those, and then after a while, you know, like, you can, I mean, I can completely understand, like how you said, put, you know, be empathetic, be, put the shoe on the other foot and see it from their point of view. And you can say, well, yeah, I, I've heard that before. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. yeah. I've heard you even try to make attempts to stop. But you, you 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 keep going back and you keep doing the things you do and it's just getting worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just gets worse. And then so you know, like that's an important thing to remember too is like to see their point of view or at least try. <clears throat> excuse me, try to empathize. Yeah, and then and that's a tough sell too. I mean, because then you are actually putting yourself in their pain. Yeah, and it's just. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just it's crazy, but I it, it I think that's an important part of it. Yeah, for sure. And moving right along, I like to jump right into this one, which is, uh, we should always get help of our sponsor or sobriety counselor before making amends to various people on the list. Talk over each possibility with your mentor to see who might be hurt even more by this process. You can rehearse what you're going to say to people on your list with your sponsor or counselor, which I think is very good advice. Don't do it alone. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching this other, I know we're talking about reservation dogs. There's this, uh, like Mexican, Latino, Hispanic version of reservation dogs. It's on Hulu too. Yeah. It's um, called this fool. Yeah. Uh, and it's all about, it's funny cause it's, um, hugs, hugs, not thugs. Yeah. Nonprofit. And they're trying to rehabilitating like uh, prison prisoners. That one's funny too. Yeah, it's really funny. Anyway, the scene, this guy is gonna go make amends with his uh, ex-wife. Yeah, and he goes with that 
the like the director of that hugs not thugs did you watch that episode yeah yeah and then like she's like all right well i'll forgive him if i can kick him in the balls and then like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on that he's on the yard like just standing there and she runs up they saw they show her slow motion running up and boom they kick him and he oh he drops and then she does it to the director too anyway by that episode i was laughing my head off like hardcore but um just as an example of not to do it alone uh I made most of my amends on my by myself, uh, just because I just wanted to do it on my own. Um, but yeah, if you feel like you need to have someone there, then yeah, I man, ain't no shame in that. Ain't no shame in that at all. I think there's like safety in that, right? Like having somebody there. Uh, you need sometimes we need mediators. Yeah. Um, but I've also heard, JC, back to, like, even what you were saying, like, the best apology is change behavior. Yep. You know, and, and even if we're, you know, even if we can never, like, go back and make amends with people personally, I think when we change our behavior, when we come to recovery, I think that speaks for itself. Yep. Because ultimately, like, forgiveness and making amends isn't for those people. It's for us. Yeah. So that we can have peace. Like, hey, my hands are clean. I did everything I can to make things right. And I apologize uh, for what I did. But I also recognize that you're not in a place where you're working on your uh, mental health. And I don't say that, like, to slight anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like, okay, like, having the maturity to recognize where the other person is at, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in their uh, journey in life and I think that's the hard part, like, for me, because then, you know, overthinkers, we, we tend to, you know, stew on things. And then, I, and then I know, like, for myself, like, a lot of times I'm working out, like, working things out, like, audibly. Yeah. And it often gets mistaken for something that it's not. Yeah. When really Randy is just trying to work on... Like overthinking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm like, yeah, so I'm still working the problems out, but I tend to do it audibly, you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it gets mistaken for like, oh, man, you're, you're like, whatever. Whatever it gets mistaken for, that's what it does. But, but I think like recognizing like, okay, like, you know what, man, I'm in a lot better place than I was last year. I'm in a better place than I was last month. Um. Even if we never talk again, you know what, man? I got love for you. I pray and hope the best for you. Um, but I did what I could, mm-hmm. and and I'm moving on. Yes, sir. Yeah, because some people are. Yeah, you guys, I think hit it on the head. Like some people won't be ready. Uh, but that living amends speaks volumes, uh, and that's like kind of like one of my things too. Is like actions speak louder than words. Yeah, like actions are way louder. And one of the things, like, when I cringe, like, remember we talked about it, JC, like, you're laying in laying bed at night, and then all these memories flood your brain about stupid crap you did, and you cringe. Yeah, yeah. Physically and, just. Uh, yeah. So I just tell myself in those moments, I was like, oh, well, I'm not doing it today. I didn't do it today. Yeah. You know, and I haven't done it for almost seven years, you know. Yeah. And that, that, that. Okay, man, I'm doing this, man. I've been I've been not doing that 
for almost seven years now. Um, so that kind of remember that that cliche take stock in how far you've come. Yeah, you know that's where that comes into play for me. Is like, oh yeah, you know I haven't I haven't drank and drove with my kids in the car in almost seven years. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. And I think like. Yeah, man, like, even to go along with that, like, having grace for ourselves in the same way that we have grace and mercy for other people, right? Like, because, like, one thing that I always tell my clients is, like, why, be, why are you being hard on yourself? The world's already hard enough. Life's yeah. already hard enough. And because for 30-some-odd years, like, I did things a certain way, and I'm working on unpacking that now. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not at where I want to be, but you know, like you're on your way. Yeah, like, and I think like when once we understand that, like, the load's a lot lighter. Like, okay, man, like I I did better than I used to, yeah. and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. You're okay, Randy. You know, like you're you're okay, man. Like, deal with data. Yeah, don't, like don't be too hard on yourself, just like you would somebody else that you're encouraging. Mm-hmm. Remember, like when somebody messes up, we're we're always that voice. Just like for most part, is like, and you're all right. Yeah, you're all right, man. It's not as bad as you think it is. Pick yourself up. Yeah, no, that's very true. Because you know, uh, someone that went back out, reaching out to me late recently, and that's how I was talking to them. Yeah, man, you all right, man? You don't have to throw away everything that you know you worked for. You don't have to do like we used to. Man, you could stop today. You got a choice. Yeah, that was my speech. You know. But I don't know if I would do that with myself. I'd probably be like, man, I'm a stupid mother, you know? Yeah, we're yeah. the worst, bro. Like, yeah. now everybody's going to think, like, yeah, you know, like, oh, man, like, we got this podcast, man. We do all this stuff. Like, bro, I get like that to myself. True. And I think, like, it's easier for me to forgive others. I think the real work for me is to make amends with myself. Mm. Because there are so many, like, variables in that (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and then like when i'm sitting there and then you get those cringeworthy moments you're like man and then you have to relive that and then therapy is like embrace that feeling (laughs) (laughs) and dude it sucks yeah Uh, like embracing like that not uh like embracing the the parts where we don't want to face but like really that's like the path like we have the courage like to face what we used to run from. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, it might suck right now, but at the same time, you know what? Like, I'm going to be graceful with myself. I'm going to be merciful with myself. I'm going to talk to myself nicely. And that I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to take a cold shower. Yeah. You know, something and, and just practice and being grateful and thankful for where we're at. I'm not saying, like, it's always perfect, but that that kind of helps me. Yeah, for sure. For a shizzle. Did you have anything else to add on to that pod? I mean, yeah, favorite Indian. Favorite uh, no, party. no, no. I was just going to kind of add on to what he said, you know, like for 30 years, you know, that's that have to unpack. Well, that's a long time. That's a long, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Right. And, and the thing with, with us making amends to the people that we hurt. Yeah. It's us. And people, so they're individuals, and we know, I mean, not to say that it, it, it um, minimizes or, you know, 
takes away from any of the pain that you caused them and that their feelings and their, you know, what we did to them wasn't real. We're not validating that. Oh, but, no, no, But I think it's important to remember that it was it's us and then it's them. And then there's more than one or two incidents. Like, yeah. Randy, like when Randy said, man, I was doing that for 30 years, that just kind of hit home with me because I was like, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time to be hurting people. Yeah. And, and, and I empathize with you, man, because, like, bro, like, you're, like, way older than us. <laughs> I was really listening to you like okay Sounds like he's got a good point Way older than you That's, the- <laughs> I had to throw some humor in this. <laughs> That's why I always tell you nephew, When I speak you listen Sit there and listen and I'll give you wise words the elders. I had to throw and a little bit of humor In this every episode Take off your moccasins <laughs> My nephew, when you, whenever you Because when I started drinking, that's all we wore was moccasins. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I was drinking, I never let my, my piggy toes go free. <laughs> Did you have something more to add on? Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. I was waiting for him to say something really profound. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I empathize with you. <laughs> I'm glad you're finally coming I, around. I know you're real old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been getting that all day for some odd reason. <laughs> man, for real, it's crazy, man. Like me, almost forty. That's crazy. Yeah. Like what? They said they told me you and your midlife crisis here. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, I'll take all that. All right, all right, shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, there's just a couple more things here, and then we can keep on going on some other stuff if we want that on amends and stuff. But uh, some amends can be done by letter or telephone. In this, in this case, many of the same guidelines as mentioned above will still be true. When writing a letter of amends or doing amends by phone, you can hold an eagle feather to remain in good spirit and intent. And take off your moccasins. <laughs> uh, if, you si- if you decide that amends can't be done because it would harm a person more or it is not possible to do amends because a person is not available or has passed on, an amends can be done by prayer and to the, uh, in the unseen world in the spirit. Talk to a medicine elder about how this is done. Uh, one thing is like letters. Because uh, I know... <sighs> yeah, it's just like uh, my dad passed, you know, and there's some things I needed to apologize still to, you know, because, and I was like, I thought I had time that I didn't apologize for things, you know, as we're moving forward in my recovery, you know, and like those cringeworthy moments, things popping, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about it. I did that, man. I need to apologize. Um, so I've been writing letters, you know, to my dad who's passed and apologizing for things. And uh, it helps me. Like I'll write those letters and like, I'll just tear them up and throw them away after I'm done. Just being able to get that out. Cause like you guys have mentioned several times already on this episode is that like, when we're making amends, it's for us so that we can have peace and start that process of forgiving ourselves is getting that out. Expressing our remorse yeah. for what we've done. And so, yeah, I mean, I've written 
couple letters, you know, to my dad apologizing uh, for for just doing some shady stuff. Yeah. You know? And it's helped me. I definitely shed some tears and uh, cried my eyeballs out while I was writing them. There's there's definitely something to be said about like a handwritten note or message or letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when's the last time you re- you ever got one of those? Like some like a, a a letter in the mail that somebody got a notebook and a pen and wrote when I was something locked out. up, man. When I was locked up, they didn't write me when I was locked up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> real dangerous. <laughs> But I mean, you know, so like I mean, the the fa- like okay, so I was third grade Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? And her sister. And her sister. But and that her was, sister. It was too. really her cousin, but they they claimed to be sisters, but we know they were just cousins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kissing, kissing cousins. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I was going through uh, an old box. Or I was looking for something, and I found an old box, and there was some old letters in there. Probably from when I was locked up, what, 10, 15 years ago. But I was reading them, and I was I, there was something different about reading those letters rather than, say, um, even if I even if we spoke. I mean, speaking one-on-one is, is a, one thing. You know, there's a connection there, but there's something about letters, too, like a handwritten letter. Like... Like text, like you don't want, you don't ever want to do anything big on with a text, yeah. Because the text is so impersonal, I think. It's Shots like it's firing. It's like oh, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, what did I say? No, but no, you know, text is impersonal. I mean, you know what I mean, like yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's it's almost like you're well, I won't say personal, but it's it is. There's impersonal. a wall there. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a barrier, and and then too, like um, a lot of times, like. Con, like the context because you're not getting the um their their speech patterns and whatnot yeah, yeah. you know so i think but i think like writing a letter is different because you will put those thoughts out on a piece of paper rather yeah. than just saying brb lol you know what i mean tyl yeah i mean those things can be interpreted so many different ways but you know going back to my lab lyalab Sorry, I screwed you over. T T Y L. Holy cow! That's that's how you make a man. Love you like a brother. Love you like a sister. P T L. What's that? Praise the Lord. Oh. Oh. No, me and my uh, me and one of my sisters always say that. uh, Lie lab. What's that? Love you like like love you like a brother. Love you like a sister. Love you like a sister, bro. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, my, my, I'm done with my point, but you know, like the written word is a. Ooh, no, I get it, bro. Because it. you're putting oh, the time man. and the effort in to communicate with somebody. Yeah, that takes effort. And it's like heartfelt, right? Like, yeah. well, versus I, like I, the text. I think, like, when you're actually putting in that effort and, like, physically to get all that stuff out and actually do it, you you also have to put in the mental and the. You can feel the emotion behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um,. I think another option too for like even making amends is like to go along with the writing is like if you're you're into it like what you call like sozo healing um it's an opportunity to really uh use your relationship with God um to invite and and to take you back to certain times and places if that physical forgiveness is not what possible is, what is yeah. it 
So sozo healing has to do with like your inner healing, like in your inner, like your soul, like soul wounds. Oh, did you okay, say it again? Sozo, S O Z O. Okay, yeah, that's right. So it's like depending upon like so like if you believe in the Bible, right? Like Jesus said, if I don't go into the Father, I can't leave the gift to you. So who's here on earth is the Holy Spirit. Like that's who our relationship is with. So we can allow because He's the one that guides us into all truth. Mm-hmm. And he's our leader. Like, we can get to a point, like, where we, like, just invite him in. Like, Holy Spirit, like, you know, like, take you to a certain place in the time so that that part of your soul that's missing or wounded can be filled with something good rather than the old wound. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the, the thing behind, like, sozo healing. Mm. It's inner healing, inner, like, you know, things that. So there's things in my childhood that happened that I had to go back and 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 get healed it's it's part of this like and then another part of that is is the counseling right Mm -hmm. like counseling is a practical way uh to deal with those old wounds and to you know deal with them because ultimately bro like all of us are just working towards becoming like a whole person we'll never be whole on this earth yeah but we can work we can do our work and be intentional yeah right in our own like Healing emotionally, yep. I think, as men, too, like, talking to a therapist and, and really working on, like, the forgiveness aspect, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to, like, practice. So this is, like, where all four points come together, like your spirituality, your your emotion, uh, your emotions, and, and, you know, like, doing things, like, in a practical way. Like, your relationship with God can be practical, too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and not just spiritual, like, you know. Uh, me and one of my friends were discussing, um, and we were saying, ultimately saying the same thing. But I was like, man, that, like, I hate that, that false spirituality. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that gives us like an escape yeah. from doing the real work. Mm. Right? Like sometimes, and, and working on forgiveness, forgiving others and forgiving ourselves is real work. Yep. Oh, cool geek. And yeah, like I said earlier too, sometimes you have to do it every day. You have to start yeah. from scratch every day. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And <clears throat> I think I've said it on this episode, on this podcast, uh, previous episodes, like forgiveness for me is like a process. Forgiving myself is a process. Forgiving others. Um, and this whole reconciliation, uh, making amends. I was able to do it, you know, I went to dad camp with my son this past weekend and we had some, and resentment was one of the things that popped up in, like, he barely remembers, like, when I was drinking, um, he said he remembers a couple of times when I was drunk. Uh, and so, anyway, I was able to make amends. Man, I mean, awesome. I, I apologized. I told him, like I said, you know, drove and drove, driving drunk while he was in the car with me. And and like he was shocked, like and like I could see it on his face when I was saying these things. I said, "Did that?" And like a handful of times, I did that, you know. And I said, "You got scared and you were crying." And I said, "I, I want to apologize for that." And I said, "I want to ask for your forgiveness." It was it was hard, but like <clears throat> I tried to ma- I maintain my composure, you know. To just let him know that I was serious, you know, and that 
I really did want want his forgiveness, and you know, he was just like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I forgive you, Dad. You know, and he was. We were able to have that that moment, you know, there, and um, and which led to other conversations and deeper conversations later on in the day. But it, it was, uh, I man, that was a God thing because yeah. like that was a topic tonight. But I was able to do that on Saturday yeah. afternoon. I'm sitting by the Boulder River, you know, yeah. um, out in the sticks. Uh, so that I mean, I felt like all week. I was like, man, that was a God thing, you know. For that to line up like that, definitely a God thing. That yes, that would, that was the topic this week, and I was able to do that on Saturday at Dad Camp. <clears throat> um, so yeah, man, it was good. It was a good thing, and. All good things, and this is a definitely a. It's it's tough. You got to build build up to it, and if you do need somebody to be there with you, there ain't no shame in that, and and just like you guys were saying, you know that we hurt people, and some people might not be ready to hear it, but we got to go out. We just got to step out in faith, and do our part, and then that living amends is so crucial that we. Lead a life where we don't hurt that individual anymore. Um, just that living amends is so powerful. And but you know, just know that if you you're starting this process to make amends, that uh, all our years of using and manipulation and hurting people, there's going to be skeptics out there, no matter what. And I know to this day, I know that there's still some skeptics in my life. And so And that's just part of like human nature And that's part of you know uh, All my years of unpredictability All my years of manipulation All my years of use uh, Getting drunk and popping off And Telling people off (laughs) Uh, So I understand that piece And I'm I'm in a better place to accept that where early on is like, okay, don't believe me, man. I've been sober a year, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was kind of had that mind state, uh, <laughs> and after even a couple years, you know, three four years, and my wife told me he's like, oh, I didn't hear from you for a couple few hours. I didn't hear from you all afternoon. First thought was, oh, he's drinking. Like what? You know. Yeah. I was working as an addiction counselor at the time, dude. You know? I think that's like rebuilding trust is tough. Ooh, we. Yeah. And I think that opens up like another episode, right? Yeah. Like part 2. Yeah. So <laughs> like making amends is like you rebuilding trust and and that's tough in itself because trust takes a lifetime to build. And the second to destroy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, just like where I was going with that is that just continue on with that living amends. Do your part, yes. say your piece, but just continue on the red road. Continue that relationship with God and continue striving to be better than you were yesterday. You know, that old cliche, you start living it out. Progress, not perfection. Spiritual progress, not perfection. Because yep. like... We'll never be perfect, you know. But if you want to, 
if you want an example of being perfect, <laughs> just look at me. <laughs> You're not going to be perfect like me. But you can strive for it. But you can always try. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, that guy on uh, Reservation Dogs said to you? It's not in my nature to say these things about myself. But people have already said it, so I'll say it. I'm only repeating what people said about me. It's like, we're not here to talk about the three state championships that I won. <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. Because it, it's, it, I feel weird saying this, but I'm an actor, a model, and it, he's kind of goes, <laughs> <laughs> he says about like five different things. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm real humble Bro, just real humble Not here to talk about the time I rode my horse off a cliff And had to cut it open And go inside of it and stay warm <laughs> <laughs> You guys ever seen that video That guy, he's talking like that Or that guy that says Not that sacred Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah Comedian Yeah Motivational speaker He's talking about all the scenes from Revenant <laughs> so we're not here to talk about that. Oh, okay. Starts talking about all the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> what about that one guy? Don't be stupid. Oh, yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy. <laughs> your grandma, your mama, they love you. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> that guy's funny, eh? <laughs> uh, I thought Tatanka Means' character would be a little bit more funnier than that on that IHS conference episode where he was like the keynote speaker. Yeah. I thought he wasn't even like funny. Just like, Keynote speaker for what? Uh, did you watch that episode? The, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, no, I didn't the watch the newest one yet. Oh, yeah. That no, was I last didn't. week's episode, that IHS conference one. Oh, I don't remember that one then. No. What did you Is think? that the one where them, them two girls were like having that little spat at that IHS table? No. Remember? No. Which episode was that one then? Was that the latest one? The latest one they were. Oh, you must have skipped that one. Again? See, I watched that part. And I'm See, like, what? I oh, don't know. I don't, don't want to like kill it because this guy hasn't watched it yet. Okay, no spoilers. Uh, go ahead, tell me. Take off your Here, headphones I, real quick. I, I turn, <laughs> your, turn your headphones down real quick. <laughs> Just text it to him. <laughs> uh, any last words on making amends? Nope. You two no, gentlemen. No, I'm You're good. None so. Oh, but there's a crow kid on. Uh, um, what's the reservation dog? Yeah, reservation dog. <laughs> dog, I'm tired, man. I've been like that all day, go. bro. We'll like freaking, I couldn't remember stuff. Son of the morning star. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that uh, there's a kid by the name. I think his name is D Bearground. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I seen a post about it. Yeah, too. yeah. I don't I know. know who he is, but yeah, one of these uh, ladies that she works with a uh, native. Well, Native Wellness Institute, uh, Theta Newbreast. Yeah, uh, I've been to her. I've been to her trainings and stuff. And she was on that episode that I just conference. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, wow. she's the one like the sexuality um, booth. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were. They were. I never was gonna yeah. say they were smudging themselves. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, she's pretty cool. She's really knowledgeable about a lot of things, and um. Yeah, I, I shoot her questions and stuff all the time. She's kind of unofficial, like mentor type of deal. But that's neither here nor there. But that's neither here nor there. Because I'm humble. I'm humble. Just don't want 
don't want to take her limelight. Reservation Dogs, if you want us on there to be a... The local radio station, The local radio station. If you want us to be on there to be Indians, you know, I'm always available. Email us and we'll send you our rates. (laughs) 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 She leads a lonely life. Lonely life. All that she wants is another baby. She wants another baby. She's gone tomorrow. All that she wants. <laughs> All that she okay. wants. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> I was sitting there. Like, I, can, I can. I know this. <laughs> I don't know. As you guys were talking, that song popped I in my. I saw the sign. <laughs> it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. She leads a lonely life. <laughs> when you first said that, I was like, that just like rung a bell, but I was like, okay, what is this? You know, we should be. Uh, I saw the line. <laughs> <laughs> who sings that? Alanis Morissette? Uh-uh. Or who is it? I saw the sign. I, I saw, saw the, the sign. Yeah. It's like an old late 90s, wasn't it? Uh, early 90s. Ace early Bates. 90s? Ace of Base. Is it Ace of Base? Yeah, this guy was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wasn't he, it? No, he was, already in, uh, he was already in his yeah. PhD program. He's <laughs> 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 already in graduate school. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, we should be the Native American Maddie B's. Maddie B's? Yeah. What's He's that? that little white kid that uh, <laughs> does all those like hip-hop videos. Like he takes like uh, Miss, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, and like uh, Juicy. Does he like lip sing him? That little tiny guy. Yeah, that little tiny white yeah, kid. Yeah. And he like puts like a kid rap to it. Like, oh, does he? He like just changes like a few of the words, but it's oh, really, like, like a kid bop. Yeah, like a kid bop. Remember oh, his yeah. name's Maddie B. Man, my daughter just found him. I'm like, you want to hear the real version of that song? <laughs> and I showed her that Miss Jackson one today. Yeah. She really singing it. I'm like. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. Ooh. You can you can drop a Res Bops album. Yeah, Res Bops. Yeah. Baby, baby. baby. Rapping about those aunties tonight, son. Hey, yeah. baby. What do you know about those aunties tonight, son? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Whew. Well, I think well. that's a good place to end the episode, man. You guys brought it, definitely. Man, I appreciate it. I know... Step eight and nine, uh, we had to get very vulnerable and talk about some really not specifics, but it was, it's a touchy place yeah, for me, you know? Yeah, you gotta shake it out, oh, shake it out. Damn. Uh, so, NBA news. Spider. Spider. Now LeBron wants to go back to Cleveland. Does he? Yeah. They gave him like a bazillion dollars I don't know if it was real, for, but for, for like four months? Yeah. Like, Spider... Donovan Mitchell going to back going got traded to Cleveland. Now oh. now LeBron wants to go to Cleveland. When did this happen? Like this afternoon. That, oh. That's that was what was weird about the whole thing because who did, I who saw did, the the Jazz get. I didn't even get an update on my phone. I freaking was scrolling and I saw the Bleacher Report. Yeah, and then I went to like Athletic because I subscribed. Yeah, wasn't even on there. Huh. And I went to ESPN and it was on there. I'm like, yeah. Like, no news. Like, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like big news. That is big news. Spider's good. But it was like, so, okay, so what did Utah get? 
I don't even know. They got Colin Sexton. They got uh, they got Colin Sexton. They got a three and a nineteen pick. Pick, I believe. Um, I also saw the comment section, and there was this guy that commented on there. He's like, "Cleveland is a city in Ohio." <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland traded uh, <laughs> Sexton and Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I know Colin Sexton was one of them. Uh, but they were just talking. So like, the conversation was really like Danny Ainge is doing like what he did with the Celtics, and he's looking for another Jason Tatum and Brown. Oh, okay. Um, because Tom now is they that, have is that where he's he's a GM over there, dude. They have like thirteen. I want to say thirteen or nineteen. No, I think it's thirteen picks between now and twenty twenty nine. Dang, dog. So the First Utah, round. yeah, Utah Jazz are gonna be freaking nuts in the next decade, bro. They're gonna be like freaking Golden State or like Boston. Hopefully, dog. You can't have thirteen picks and not pick one superstar, bro. I know. Especially like that Duke class that's coming in. Yeah. Man, they got like all five star at five star recruits. Yeah, bro. Coming in like five of them. I mean, even if they could, man, they probably they could probably trade like four or five of those first round picks, man, and get like a get somebody like Zion or somebody. Yeah. I was watching John Wall working out. A video? Yeah. Man, he's back on his game, man. Yeah. He's going to bring it. Kawhi's healthy, too? Yeah. Clippers are going to be nice. They yeah. stay healthy. If. If. It's a big if. Yeah. Not that I wish them anything bad, <clears throat> but it's a, a big A lot of them if. are injury prone, yeah. I think Mavericks coming out the West, though. Mavericks, you think so? I, yeah. I think Minnesota, baby. They got Rudy. Oh, I like Minnesota, too. They got Rudy. Yeah, Minnesota yeah. got Rudy. Oh, Mavericks got my boy, JaVel McGee. Yeah. yeah. I think now it's just like figuring out what games I want to go to. Oh, yeah. Take us with you then. Which is kind of crazy because, like, so they have these things where you can pick, like, any 10 games you go to. And I think those are, like, more expensive than actual season tickets. Oh, real? Yeah, which and it's also even crazier. Like about twenty twenty, dog. Like a season ticket in the one hundred level. Yeah, was roughly about nine, close to one k. Huh. Now it's like about sixteen to eighteen k. I mean, not k, but eighteen hundred. Yeah. For one ticket in like the for a season ticket. Yeah. So you get forty one tickets. Either. Yeah, bro. But now I was looking at that other one, and it's like about thirteen, fourteen hundred for like ten, seeing the ten games you want to see. Yeah, yeah. But you can like the thing with like season tickets and stuff is like you can uh, do like a payment plan. Oh, okay. So like it would be like a hundred, two hundred a month, like three hundred a month. You know, that's pretty cheap for a season ticket. Oh, they are. Like they are really cheap. Um, they're not. Well, I think it. Well, if you went to, like, Lakers or something, it'd be, like, yeah. significantly higher. Yeah. But, like, Minnesota's, like, a small market. Um, yeah. Mid, you know, um, they historically haven't been very good, but <laughs> it's something that I've looked at. And I was sad when they traded Patrick Beverly. Yeah. I was. I was actually kind of bummed. I was seriously bummed. I was like, man, who's going to bring all them claps? Yeah. But I think just that season there changed the culture. <laughs> yeah, for real. They needed somebody like that, though. That was like a magical season. Yeah, for sure. Fire show. 
All right, gentlemen. You got anything there? Favorite Indian? No. Uh, I seen you get up. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you out there, our listeners all over Flat Earth, our unspoken words disciples. Keep spreading the unspoken words gospel Billy Graham style. We appreciate you. We love you. From unspoken words, we are out. We'll be back. Nine seven. Peace. Rub your ass like the moonshine. <laughs> be kind to yourself too. <laughs> Deuces. What's up, Holler at your boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey yo, it's Randy B, aka Pagotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.